0: it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Left baseline to Shea, quick swivels,
1: rises, fires, 15-foot shot, at the
2: buzzer, knocks it down, oh baby! Thunder win it, 123-121, listen to the pandemonium of Paycom Center. Matt Pinto on the call, Thunder Radio last night. OKC wins it at the buzzer over Portland they'll run it back again tomorrow night same two teams. I don't think I mind this uh new format this year. This this has happened a few times, it's going to happen a few times more where you play the same team back to back. Adds a little bit of a playoff feel, kind of a series feel to a situation where uh just saw a team, maybe some hard feelings develop and then you got to play them again. So we'll see um Damian Lillard became the Trailblazers' all-time leading scorer last night, surpassing Clyde the Glide. We got OU in action tonight. We got OSU in action this afternoon. 2 o'clock tip in Stillwater today for the Cowboys and Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Uh, Sooners late night tonight. Going to need a nap today, Teach. This one's not tipping off till 9.30 Eastern time tonight. Maybe we'll see if the uh, first game is on time or not. But O.U. Florida, uh, I I have the spread on this game. You want to guess? Sooners and Gators.
1: Hmm. O.U. eight and three. Florida seven and four. I'll say O.U. by one and a half. Florida by three and a half. Woo.
2: How do you feel about that? I don't do like that at all.
1: I feel disrespected. I'm going to come yeah. out and play harder tonight. <laughs> uh coming up bottom of the hour, we
2: will talk to Sean Kelly, voice of the Gators. A little more on their team. Um the main name you need to know, TJ, is Colin Castleton. Six foot eleven, big man. Skilled, leading scorer, leading rebounder, leading shot blocker. He's their everything. Michigan transfer. Couple of years ago, we saw Castleton last year in that OU went over Florida in the LNC. He's one of the few guys still left on that team, including the head coach. They've had significant turnover at Florida. They brought in Todd Golden. Todd Golden is uh he was the San Francisco coach last year, if you remember, one of the darlings mid majors. Last year was San Francisco. Todd Golden looks like he's about twelve years old. He's actually thirty-seven. TJ, the head coach at the Florida at Florida,
1: is twelve years younger than us. Dude, that he's happens. A, the, the older you get, the younger the coaches and GMs get. It happens. He's a different generation than us.
2: <laughs> uh, but Castleton's one of the lone holdovers really good big man um gonna be a gonna be important tonight for it, it is every night but it would be easy for Tanner to pick up fouls on this guy so it would be interesting to see if they try to help him out maybe maybe guard him with somebody else um uh, you know obviously Sam off the bench to help out but even when Tanner's on the floor if they try to help him out with Jalen Hill or Jacob Groves or somebody else just to keep him out of foul trouble against Castleton. And they've got three elite shooters. Three guys that shoot it at over 40% from three-point range. One at over 50%. Uh, Will Richard is a 53% three-point shooter. He's a Belmont transfer. Trey Bonham and Alex Fudge also in the starting lineup over forty percent. So they got that's a good formula right there. Big man who can score and surround him with really good shooters. So if you double team him, uh he's got guys to kick it out to who can knock it down. The other guy of note for them is Kyle Lofton. Lofton was at St. Bonaventure last year. He was a part of that Bonnie's team that came into Norman, knocked OU out of the NIT. He then transferred to Florida, and he's their point guard now. I had forgotten about this, TJ, but I was reminded yesterday that Emoja Gibson originally committed to Florida after hitting the transfer. Oh, that's right, yeah. But when Florida also got Kyle Lofton, Mo said, eh, I don't think I want to share time with him, and he ended up going to DePaul instead because Carlin Hartman, is an assistant now at Florida. The longtime Lon Kruger assistant at OU is uh, one of the assistants now at Florida. And I think, I mean, I'm assuming that was the connection there with Mo Gibson. So anyway, um, good team. They have uh, sputtered in the non-con a bit. That's thus the 7-4 and four record. They've got a couple of really nice wins. They beat Florida State in Tallahassee. They got a nice win over Oregon State. Their four losses are to Florida Atlantic by two early on, Xavier, West Virginia, and Connecticut. Now, Connecticut's the number two-ranked team in the nation, so no problem in that. West Virginia beat them by 29. Yikes. Um... They did not have Lofton, I do not believe, for that game, but still took it on the chin. Big comeback in the win over Florida State. They were down 19 and rallied to win that game. So, I don't know, a little hard to figure um, out exactly what Florida is. They they got a new coach, so I'm sure there's a a transition process here trying to implement new style of play. We saw that some last year with Porter. But if you just look at the pieces – it's a good-looking team, um, uh, one of the best big men in the country probably, and some guys around him that are really athletic and can shoot. So you'll look at that formula and say, "All right, this this should be a team that wins some games in the SEC, maybe a maybe a potential tournament team here. No reason they shouldn't be, but obviously with their seven and four record, they haven't gelled." quite yet so far in the non-con. So hopefully tonight's not the night that it all comes together for them. I, I OU's going to have to uh – they're going to have to play well, though. I mean, this is – um they got Florida last year. So there's the revenge aspect of it on Florida's side for a couple of guys. I mean, there's really not a lot of guys that were on that team that are back. Myron Jones comes off the bench for them. He was there last year. Castleton was there last year. Jatobo off the bench for them was there last year. That's it. So maybe not a lot of revenge, but even the play-by-play guys knew this year at Florida. So big change, big turnover uh, in the Gators basketball program. We'll see. Late night tip, as we discussed yesterday, feels like a – I feel like this determines the non-con grade card tonight for OU.
1: Um, from what Six, to what? From because everything you were describing about Florida, and I know you've mentioned oh. this, sounds like you were describing OU. Still trying to figure out who they exactly are. Yeah, uh, where do they land in the uh, landscape of the tourney and and teams that you feel are in? So yeah, yep. You know. they got a loss
2: to Florida Atlantic. We've got a loss to Sam Houston. Mm-hmm. The other losses, nothing to be ashamed of, except losing by twenty nine to West Virginia is not what you want. But the Villanova and Arkansas losses for OU, nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, Yeah,
1: I see a lot of similar. I would say from... And you can grade it tomorrow if you like to see how good of a win or how bad of a loss it may be. Or you can adjust your grading tomorrow, I guess. I don't know if I want to
2: put a letter grade on it. Let's see how the game plays out. But I feel like if they win tonight then they have positioned themselves well to make. I think if you win tonight, you are going into conference play in a positive frame of mind with a non-conference that, is, that was good. I don't think you can say great, but you can say good. They would have two wins over SEC teams, a win over a Big East team, a win over a Big Ten team, even a couple of the losses they played well in uh, against some big-time opponents or big-time atmospheres. The Sam Houston thing is going to haunt you all year, but Mm -hmm. we'll see what they turn into. So I think if you win tonight, you feel good about the non-con. You're in a positive frame of mind going into um, conference play. Because of the Sam Houston loss, you probably can't give them anything better than a B if you're going to put a letter grade on it. But still, if you lose tonight and you are 8-4 and four and you have lost all three of your big-time non-con games in December, I think you go into conference play in not a great frame of mind, not a lot of momentum. And you probably got to give it a C at best for the non-con. You still won the tournament in Orlando. That's great. But December would have then, you know, petered out on them here. And they've had three opportunities to get a nice resume win and would have gone over 0 for 3. So is that fair?
1: That's fair. Okay. No, I think it's a very important game for them tonight for the direction of where the season may go for them. So, yeah. I mean, I'm just
2: looking at the one, and and I think this is a deal, you know. After tonight, they go off to Christmas for a couple of days to see their families. Then they get back together and practice. You gotta you gotta sit in this one for 11 days. Win or lose, you gotta live with it for 11 days. And the path ahead is extremely difficult. Texas, Iowa State, at Tech, at Kansas. Those are your first four games in conference play. Uh, Two of those teams are ranked in the top seven in the country. One of them, Texas Tech, OU has not played well in Lubbock in forever. And Iowa State's been one of the really bright stories of all of college basketball early in the season. So you're putting yourself behind the eight ball or kind of setting yourself up to potentially be behind the eight ball if you lose this game tonight, I don't want to put too much on it, but it just seems like it just seems like this is a real swing game for them. So it's a premier event, man. It's national T V. It's Jump, a premier man. event. It's MJ. Hopefully MJ's in the house. It's the ceiling you know, is the roof. Ceiling is the roof. You've got the color rush unis tonight. OU's wearing red. Florida's wearing blue. It's you know, it's a it's a fun big time event. And to go play well right before Christmas and win it, then I think everybody goes off, they have their eggnog, they open their presents, they're in a good mood, and they come back and say, All right, let's go win
1: let's go win the big twelve. I could see Tanner Groves being a uh, uh, eggnog drinker.
2: Yeah. Wear a sweater a sweater, sweater and they drink eggnog Maybe a by a fire. <laughs> yes. Tanner might be a, a dicky wearer. <laughs> yes, I think so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right when you said that, I pictured Tanner Gross in a with moose a, clear, cup. a clear moose cup uh, with a uh, turtleneck drinking by the fire, yes. Yeah. Now,
2: um, yeah. we'll see. Um, I think that the ace in the hole is the same for every game this year. Oklahoma's got Grant Sherfield. And uh, so far... He has tended to play his best against the best. Uh, Championship game, semifinals in Orlando, he was great. Villanova game, he was great. Arkansas game, he was great. I didn't win a couple of those, but he has tended to uh, be really good in the big games. So we'll see. We'll see what Mr. Sherfield does tonight. We need a break. We'll hit some of your texts when we come back. Sean Kelly joins us live, bottom of the hour, voice of the Gators. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show, live in Charlotte.
0: The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108.
1: W and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group, home of the eight ninety nine 99 listing fee. Terry and Jackie Saxon will list your home for thousands less, but do the same work any other realtor out there does. Saxon Realty Group, 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions. Yeah, go ahead. Line. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> 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 New nickname <laughs> for TJ is Pear. It's easier to type than air fried turkey bacon. Now, Pear does not no. work. I don't like pears. Nah, no. yeah. I well, enjoy so a good turkey bacon. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are two types of people on this planet those who like soccer and those who aren't smart enough to get it. Oh, <laughs> oh please continue with your jokes on the text line. Yeah, that one was good. That one was good. <laughs> Is the Tanner hater a ref for tonight's game?
2: I uh, don't know. We have not received the ref sheet yet. You're talking
1: about Doug Sermons, and I do not know yet. Did Pinto just use our uh, steel planks? Oh, baby! Can they do that? Is the other other station okay with you guys playing that clip? Yes, they uh, don't care. Th- that station, th- so people, are, again, assuming that it's the animal. It is not the animal. Okay.
2: Yeah, that is a uh, that is a uh, NBA broadcast whose highlights are put out nationally. And uh, we are an affiliate of Fox, and so we are capable of grabbing that highlight. Just got to give credit to Matt Pinto and Thunder Radio, which we do which is how it works in sports radio.
1: <sighs> don't get him irritated this morning, people. He's already got a congested chest. Thank you. Uh, this is Chris from Choctaw. Work was ugly yesterday. Missed most of the show. Didn't know if I missed how I can accept my World Cup runner-up prize package. Thanks.
2: Uh, mm. Well, that answers the question. O.U. Tino must be our champion. Yes. Uh, Chris from Choctaw, I left my uh, sheet with all of the uh, participants of the World Cup contest at home. So we did not talk about it beyond that on the radio yesterday. But uh, our prize packs, if I remember, TJ, the winner got a $100 Visa gift card. The second place got a $50 gift card. Correct. And all four top four finishers get uh, basketball spotter boards. Correct So I need to bring you a bunch of spotter boards Yes Okay Okay What else do you need to tell Chris? Chris,
1: Chris from Choctaw I just texted him Asked him something um, I, It will probably be next week Before I get with you The uh, salespeople are out this week For most of the week So yeah. Okay I'll get with you And uh, remind me next week If you don't hear from me So uh, But I've got your information here <laughs> The onus is on you Chris, Chris. <laughs> Yes please Follow up with me Because I don't care if you get your prize or not <laughs> I'm joking. Hey, Toby, did I miss the Family Stone review? I think it's outstanding.
2: I have not yet given my Family Stone review. I'm saving that for the 8 o'clock hour today. I did finish the Family Stone last night.
1: (laughs) I can just see you sitting in your hotel room watching Christmas movies. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, The animal is the pair of Oklahoma sports broadcasting. Come on now. (laughs) Be nice, (laughs) Pete. Soccer sucks. May have spelled that wrong. I'm not very smart. Uh, He spelled sucks. (laughs) Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) S-U-X. I agree with Chris. Yesterday was Murphy's Law Monday. What could go wrong did go wrong. Hmm. I had a pretty good day yesterday. Yeah, so did I. I uh, went and did some Christmas shopping. I removed... Look at you getting out in the middle of the Christmas shopping. Yeah, yeah. I'm almost done. Uh, I I packed some presents. I wrapped some presents yesterday. I watched an episode of Yellowstone. And I removed all the items from my son's bedroom floor, the office floor, and the master bedroom floor for the carpets to be cleaned today. So it was a pretty productive afternoon. Do you hire your carpets to be cleaned? Uh, Yes. Sooner carpet and restoration. Why wouldn't I? Hang on a second. Hires.
2: <laughs> carpet cleaners. Okay, got it.
1: It, it. Well, it was a... Uh, you could do it yourself. It was Much a, cheaper. Well, I could. I could go rent the little thing yeah. at one of the stores, sure. Right. But actually, uh, not much cheaper. Yeah, well you probably got a deal. Um, like with your lights, you got a guy who's gotta you a deal. I actually didn't. I didn't even schedule this, so um mm-hmm. but it was a necessity, needed to be done. We had recently uh hopefully we are past the puppy potty training stage. Oh so there was you know, the carpet's yeah. knee cleaned. Yeah.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha.
1: Uh let's Plus all... your smelly son is out of the house for a few days. <laughs> that, That's right, he's out of the house as well, so <laughs> 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 uh, let's all find uh, let, me, let me see about this before I read it on the air mm. No, no, no Don't suit up, don't do that Don't do that No sense in stirring up things hmm? uh, But it wouldn't mm-hmm. would, okay. be, uh, fu- be funny If you want to take it upon yourself, go ahead I will not read that text though We're caught up Oh, okay Somebody uh, texted something inappropriate Uh no, not inappropriate. They were wanting the uh, ref army to gather together and text a particular station, letting oh, them demand yeah, okay. that you no, pay the uh, highlights. It, no. Yeah. No. no That's either. Do. I read it now. I read it now. We don't need to do that. Uh, signing day,
2: by the way, is tomorrow. Anything we need to tell folks about our signing day coverage tomorrow, TJ? Is it no- a normal day for us, or we have anything extra going
1: normal on? Normal day. Uh, Mike Steely will be out at Bow 4 from noon to 2 for, you know, typically it used to be a big. Event you had to like unveil the board. We didn't know yeah. who went where. We had to wait for the faxes to come in. It's a little different now, but Steely still be out there at Balfour celebrating uh, National Signing Day, and then Parker will be jumping in um, throughout the day, updating everyone on what's going on and uh, what he's seeing out there on the road as he uh he hits the road, I believe, through the Kansas City metro area tomorrow and some other schools. So. Uh, and the we'll
2: drama have- tomorrow is we still don't know for sure about the potential Notre Dame flip, right? Not that I've heard, so yeah. We still, have we heard anything about the uh, big defensive lineman, five-star that went to a and that was thinking about not going to a m
1: Have not heard uh, okay. anything other than still a and And the kid yeah. out in Utah, uh, has he declared his
2: intentions not yet, the I'm big aware defensive of. end? Not that I'm aware. With of. all the vowels in his name. ala
1: ala Yep, nope, that
2: one. Not that one. And is there any more drama that's uh, lurking? On, uh, I mean, that I'm in sure and of itself is drama, more yeah. than normal. The last few signing days have not ve- been very eventful. Maybe one thing happens here or there, but uh, we're going to have some news tomorrow for sure, if not today. All right, very good. Now, we'll have it covered for you here on The Ref all day long, signing day coverage in the middle of December as Oklahoma gets ready for a bowl game right here on the ref. I will be getting home right about the time the show starts tomorrow morning, TJ. So, it uh, might be a little groggy. We shall see. But, uh, we got, we got to fly into the wind on the way home. You know how that goes. Right. It takes forever well, going Some of those way. are
1: your best shows when you just come in straight from the flight and just hop on the air.
2: Yeah. Let's hope for a win tonight. So I'm in a good mood. All right, let's go ahead. Let's take a break here because when we come back, we're going to uh, join Sean Kelly. He is the uh, counterpart at Florida tonight. He'll be on the call for the Gator Radio Network. Get you all set with everything you need to know for this Oklahoma Florida Jumpman game tonight. It's the T Row in the Morning Show live in Charlotte.
0: The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire. Wind. Theft. Tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510.
2: Back everybody. Toby with you in Charlotte. I got it for you, Teach. Sending it your way right now. Um, Back at Charlotte where we've got uh, Sean Kelly coming up here, voice of the Florida Gators. I gave TJ the wrong number to call him at, and so this is completely my fault. All right, TJ, it is... Person coming. sounded very shocked that we're getting a call. Hello? It's coming your way right now. So it's the other number that you did not call, okay? Uh, 504 area code's the one you're going to call there. So That's my bad. Okay, That's okay. on me, okay? I don't want you to worry about it another second. I'm going to wear this one. Bijan Robinson by the way, uh Texas running back headed to the NFL draft. He made that announcement yesterday. No bowl game for him. Meanwhile, we got basketball here tonight going to be a fun one in Charlotte, the Spectrum Center tonight. 8:30 back in the Central Time Zone. It'll be Oklahoma and a familiar foe in recent years. OU and Florida have gotten together several times. They played uh, 2017 in Norman as a part of the SEC Challenge. Gators romped them that day. They met out in the Bahamas in 2018. Oklahoma won a squeaker there. They met last year in Norman. They meet again tonight. Now we are joined by Sean Kelly, the play-by-play voice of the Florida Gators, my good friend. Good morning, Sean. How are you, bud?
3: Hi, Toby. Great to talk to you again.
2: You too. And and I hope uh, listeners out there say that's a familiar voice You remember Sean well from the New Orleans Hornets days post-Katrina here in Oklahoma City, that great team of Sean Kelly and Jerry Valancourt. That was uh, so fun to listen to back then. Um, I'm excited to get to see you again, Sean, and and share a conference with you here in coming days.
3: Yeah, no, I think that we're probably getting closer to the conference sharing uh, Sooner than maybe was originally scheduled. So that's what I'm hopeful for. I can't wait to have you guys and those, those other guys from down uh, south of the border there to uh, come join us in the SEC. Looking forward to that. By the way, how how long ago does that seem now? The Hornets relocating to OKC after Katrina.
2: Forever ago. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. That's for sure. That was a lifetime ago for sure. Um, uh, tell me about the Florida gig you know Mick Hubert longtime voice of the Gators retired last year he actually announced that right before we had the big baseball showdown with OU and Florida in the uh regional down in Gainesville and I was so glad to hear that you got the job in fact the two big jobs that were open in our world this year Florida and Florida State both filled by a couple of friends Jeff Culhane up at Florida State. We'll have him on in coming days as we get set for the Cheez-It Bowl, but tell me about landing the Florida gig.
3: Kind of out of nowhere, really. I mean, I had—I obviously had seen the news about Vic, and I was just thrilled that uh, someone in our business got to A, B, at a place for 33 years, uh, and, then, and then the other part of that was to basically retire on his own terms, uh, do it the way that he wanted to, in kind of a non-traditional way, but um, I was just thrilled for for him. I didn't really know Mick very well, uh, but just again, uh, just a colleague that we all are rooting for each other and and we're just thrilled that he was able to have such a long and and wonderful career and got to go again out on his own terms. And I didn't give him much thought. I was actually in the midst of negotiating my next contract with ESPN and ESPN Radio um, and then was kind of approached about this and talks got going pretty quick and, I kind of told them, I said, hey, look, I'm really happy at ESPN, and i got to have something here done by the end of the month. So this was like early June, and then the wheels started turning really fast. And my desire to be back again with the team, um, I missed the, the college atmosphere and that life. And so all these things started to click into place, and the next thing you know, my wife and I are moving to Gainesville, Florida, a place I had never been before. And uh, I've been rewarded with being around great people and um, a really great program, too.
2: Um, yeah, this is going to be uh, – that's a great campus, unbelievable facilities down there. Uh, so happy for you, man. Uh, let's talk about this basketball team uh, who the Sooners are going to see tonight. Year one of Todd Golden, 7-4 and four coming into play in this game. What's been the story or stories of the early season for Florida?
3: or lack thereof. I think in some ways it's a team that we don't know a whole lot about. 7-4, and they've probably beaten the teams they were supposed to beat. They've probably lost to the teams that they were supposed to lose to um, and haven't really been at full health except for maybe one or two games. Uh, Thankfully for Florida, one of those games was their most recent against Ohio. They played that game in Tampa last week and Florida looked really good with um, a healthy lineup and pieces in the slots that they're supposed to be. So you you take that and maybe we can start evaluating now here against Oklahoma tonight. I think that this will be the first opponent really that Florida has had that would be similar, whether it be net ranking or quality of personnel, all those things. It's It's a real read I think for us finally to see what Florida is before they start Southeastern conference play next week. Um, didn't look good against UConn, but then again, nobody has. Um, West Virginia put a thumping on them in the uh, PK up in Portland, and sure enough, Bob Huggins' team looks really good this year. And then Florida Atlantic is the game that probably you regret if you're Florida, but then again, Florida Atlantic is now number 13 in the net, at least the last one I looked at. So um, there, there are things that are of health in that I think they're long and athletic and defend for, fairly well. Uh, but they haven't been very consistent offensively. And Colin Castleton, uh, their two-time All-SEC player, has struggled here of late because he's drawing so much attention from other teams' defenses. So uh, we'll see how this plays out. I think this is a real bellwether game here for Florida tonight.
2: I don't know a lot about Todd Golden. I mean, remember um, him from San Francisco last year, but uh, what does he hang his hat on? What What is uh... – the signature of a Todd Golden basketball team.:
3: uh, One that defends very well um, is very smart about their offensive decisions based on analytical information. Um, young but yet has a foot in kind of the old school world, kind of comes kind of comes off the Bruce Pearl tree a bit, I guess. There are other influences in his career, um, but very in tune with this generation of player. Um, whether it be his demeanor with them on the practice floor, or seemingly able to push the right buttons in game with regard to chewing a butt out or uh, being of encouragement too. So uh, obviously had success with less resources at San Francisco and now has more resources than he's ever had in his career. and it's still very early. but you know we'll see we'll see how he is at two things. One, Developing the players he currently has, and then number two, time will tell with regard to uh, garnering talent, whether it's through the portal or recruiting over the next couple of cycles.
2: You mentioned Colin Castleton. Obviously, everything rotates around him. But when Florida is playing at its best, what does it look like offensively? What do they want to do on the on that end of the floor?
3: They they want to they want to take advantage of transition when it's given to them. They've struggled a little bit when transition hasn't come as easily. So, you know, transition and then all of a sudden, they, uh, you know, a team gets back and they've got to make the adjustment into a half court set. Um, I'd like to see them be more consistent on that. They need Kyle Lofton to be the way that he was, A, at St. Bonaventure and then B, the way he played against Ohio the other night. And in really the last game, Toby, was the first time we've seen Lofton truly healthy. He's kind of battled back spasms since the latter stages of camp and into the young season. So can he be the player that he was at St. Bonaventure, which is a smart Lord general, takes the opportunity to score when it's presented to him. And then he's got to have wing shooters and scorers as well. And while Will Richard has struggled here of late, he's coming back from a knee injury. Um, He's a guy that I think will, will probably end up being the best player on this team. And then Alex Fudge, who transferred from LSU has really come on here of late and and his length and athleticism has really shown here uh, with his ability to defend on the wing and at the rim in transition and then offensively too, whether it's slashing to the rim or um, creating his own shot. So when those things start clicking together like they did last week, I think Florida's a team that will do just fine and what is just now a stronger SEC conference. So it can't be all on Castleton. That's what it was last year. It started great, if you remember they were 6-0 and and number 15 in the country. They go to Norman, they lose that game, and then seemingly the, the wheels started wobbling off because they had to rely too much on Castleton. So they've, they've got to get him some help in that starting five and then rely on a couple of guys off their bench like Reeves and Kugel and Myron Jones to give them some consistent bench play too.
2: All right, you just completed your first year of uh, football in the SEC. Uh that's gonna be me here in the next a couple of years. Give me your assessment. Uh I'm talking broadcast facilities, other play by play guys, <laughs> this new home I'm about to get into here. What what you give me the lay of the land here, Sean?
3: Yeah, every every week is is dicey in that um it's a conference where even at the top, uh there are no givens. Uh, I think that you'll find that the atmosphere week in and week out, week out, with one or two exceptions, is is exceptional uh, in that sense. I'm still getting to know the um, the play by play guild, if you will, in the SEC. Uh, I dabbled in it quite a bit over the last couple of years with ESPN Radio, but you know when you're doing that, you're kind of parachuting in and out. So um, I'll start to get the lay of the land as far as how those guys are, what the booths are like, in all the places, but. Um, I, you know, I, I just know this. I, I know that much like at OU, and that's why this is going to be such a great fit, um, it's, it's not – I don't want to say it's a religious experience because I think that's a little overly dramatic and disrespectful, but at the same time, it's a culture. And, and much like where I grew up in St. Louis and what Cardinals baseball is or the last place I lived for 20 years in New Orleans, what Saints football is to that city, that's what these SEC teams are to their communities and their alumni bases, which in a lot of cases, much like Florida is, is pretty national. So uh, it draws a lot of attention and um, it certainly drives everything in the conference. Although basketball now has come along to where I think this week there are six SEC teams in the top 25. Mm -hmm. So that conference is coming along. And then obviously Toby too in Oklahoma plays into this. Baseball is a big, big deal in this conference as well. And so, You've got three seasons of relev- relevancy now working with the with the SEC, and um, I, you know I don't I don't want to slight anybody else in the country, but when it comes to those football weekends, it's it's hard to beat that atmosphere and that level of competition anywhere in the country.
2: It's going to be exciting. Um, looking forward to seeing you tonight, Bud. Thanks for a few minutes of your time, and uh, we'll see you over at the arena here in a little bit.
3: Uh, In a little bit. I mean, 9.30 Eastern time. And we may as well be playing a Midnight bandits game tonight, Toby. That's true. It's going to be a long time. (laughs) It will be. All right, we'll see you tonight, Toby. Thank you.
2: See you, Sean. Sean
1: Kelly, voice of the Florida Gators. You remember that voice, Teach? I do. What's funny is as soon as he answered the phone, I'm like, man, I recognize the voice. And I've had him. I've had to call him to get him on the station before when Jerry would fill in when mm-hmm. he was here, um, mm-hmm. obviously uh, he's passed. Uh, what he uh, a couple of years ago, maybe yeah. a year ago. Yeah. Uh, but Jerry would fill in here for us, and then he would have Sean on. So yeah, they were a fun duo to listen yeah. to. Jerry
2: Valancourt was a character. Sean Kelly, solid, solid, very good play by play guys. So I right, uh, appreciate that, Sean. We'll be back. This hour
0: of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terrier or Jackie at 405-361-3380.
1: I wish it was Christmas today. Welcome back. T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Can't get enough of it today. 405-361-3380 <laughs> or saxonrealtygroup.com. Yeah. Go, Tracy Morgan. Go. Dance, baby.
2: You know what's uh, true about Saturday Night Live is? <laughs> How long's it been on the air now? Like 50 years, something like that? Uh, yeah. 40-some yeah, years, right? Because they had the 40th anniversary not long ago, a few years back. Anyway, everybody hates Saturday Night Live in real time. In real time, yes. This cast is not anywhere as good as the cast that used to be, right? That's what everybody has always said. I don't watch Saturday Forever. Night Live. Yeah. It's, it's terrible now. It used to be great. It's terrible now. I don't watch it. And then... We always watch it, and we always, like, it's timeless. Like, like the five years from now, they'll say, that cast from five years ago is so much better than the current cast.
1: It ages well. It does. And then, then genius like this happens with the uh, I Wish It Was Christmas Today yeah. song. And then I don't know how long those four guys have come back every year on the Christmas show and performed that song and wore, like, a different sweater each year. <laughs> and- it's Jimmy Fallon. Uh, Horatio Sands. Sands. Chris Kattan and uh, yeah. Tracy Morgan. Yeah. Okay. All right.
2: Remember when Chris Kattan was on Big Brother?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just imagine him falling over in his underwear. By the way, I don't know if we've ever done anything on the show
2: more anticipated than my Family Stone review. I've received so many texts and tweets since today about, when's your Family Stone review? When's your... Top of the hour, I will be giving Uh, my review. It's on the the text
1: line here on uh, one, two, three texts here. Uh, What time is the Family Stone (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) review? For a movie that I never really had even heard mentioned at Christmas time, Mm -hmm. everyone has been texting in about it. It's like it, it had to have had a run recently on HBO or something because everyone has been all over this. Uh, Camo Sooner on the text line Air Comfort Solutions text line Says happy signing day Eve fellas Happy signing day Eve Uh, Friendly reminder for the people Don't engage with these small National college football platforms On Twitter who grade coaches And talk poorly about OU If you don't engage The little hairy trolls will go away They are the cheese on the mousetrap They will say anything to get engagement Hmm. Okay Yeah quit engaging um, I'm not sure who this is referring back to. It says that he dislikes OU as much as Pat Jones. Hmm. That came in uh, earlier last uh, this hour. I'm not sure what, okay. what that's talking about. Uh, I'm looking forward to the bowl game. Even though we are missing some key players, I think others will step up. Don't know if we will win, but just want to see a good, solid game. Boomer. Good, solid game? I want to see a good, solid, excellent game and a win, okay? Yeah. TJ wants more. I want more. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, that's answering something else. I thought it was about your review again. Hey, guys, almost as annoying as soccer is, was the, the t- towel-twirling OU coaches running down the sidelines. I'm glad they've gone with mule shoe. All right. <laughs> we don't do that anymore? No, no more t- uh, towel-twirling. We, we don't towel-twirl? Uh, Toby coming day. For real. Won't be, what? Toby coming day, for real, LOL, T, won't be 24, 25. Thanks, heads up. This is awesome. Whoa. I don't know what that's about. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea what that's Let's try to decipher. Read it one more time real slow. (laughs) Toby coming day, exclamation Uh points, for real, exclamation points, LOL, T, won't be in 2024, 2025. Thanks for the heads up. This is awesome.
2: Well said. Well said. <laughs> I think that's SEC related, but I don't know exactly what they're trying to say. So, <clears throat> All right, break time. The much-anticipated Family Stone movie review next.